Welcome to Embrace Your Brain with Dr. D. Joy Coulter. These short weekly brain bits give you fresh glimpses into how your mind works and how to develop its natural brilliance. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, why is working memory so special? What is it? Because when we think of memory, we usually think of the memory systems that help our brains store new information. You know, the ones that support our expert mind. We learn, we file the information in our short-term memory, we use it, and it then moves into long-term storage for use whenever we might need it again. The key point here is that the memory is getting stored. But working memory isn't like that. It doesn't store. It erases. It works a bit like a desktop screen on a computer with a few odd limitations. You can post information on it up to a point. If your brain's working memory system is really well-tuned, you may be comfortable with as many as seven items before it overloads. When you reach your max, you're going to have to chunk the items into clusters in order to get the number of items back down to a comfortable four or five. Imagine you're taking an appliance apart. If it only has a few pieces, you can set them down anywhere on a work table and you'll remember where they go. But if there are a lot of pieces, you might gather the outer layer of pieces in one cluster, the next level's pieces in another cluster, and the last few might be able to stand alone. As long as you're going to put it back together soon, you might just remember where they go and in what order. But if you take on a different task, or if something important demands your attention, you're in trouble. You can't store that layout. There's no save button. And now you wish you'd made post-it notes on the work table to explain where those pieces went. So by now, you're probably wondering what in the world could a memory system like that be good for? It's clearly almost useless for storing information, which works with what we call our fixed intelligence system, but it makes a perfect partner for our other kind of intelligence, the one that's great in a crisis and handles uncertainty really well, the one that addresses complex tasks that overload our expert mind, and we call that fluid intelligence. Since our fluid intelligence is dealing with situations that keep changing, it needs to keep updating the screen anyhow, so it benefits from that erasing feature. And here's another reason a good working memory pays off. New research has discovered something amazing. Working memory uses the exact same circuitry as fluid intelligence. And that means that every time we use one of them, like working memory, it strengthens the pathways for the other, the fluid intelligence. So when are we most likely to call on this strange team of working memory and fluid intelligence? Well, for one thing, you need it when you're managing two tasks at the same time. You know, like recipes, where you're going along doing something, and then they say, meanwhile. So it means there's something else you were supposed to be doing at the same time. So while that's heating up, do X, Y, and Z. Or now add the sauce, but you say, what sauce? Or it could be with challenging driving conditions, where you're trying to pay attention to the road, but then there's the black ice, and there's the flashing signal next to the road. So many new things to track that you have to be in a fluid intelligence mode and you got to be tracking lots of new pieces. We also need it for solving unexpected problems. 
When the standard approach has failed and order breaks down, we need to be resourceful and find workarounds. When no rules are going to bail us out, we need the flexibility of this team to take a fresh look. So instead of panicking like the fixed intelligence system would do, we just need to remember that we can turn to our creative fluid intelligence to discover how to work with the situation. We might say that the rule of thumb here is that when things fall apart, flexibility leads to workability. I hope you're getting curious about your strange, fleeting working memory, and even beginning to wonder how well yours is working. Perhaps you have a great system that allows you to be very creative, to plan ahead well, and handle the details that come up all the time. Or maybe you're struggling with a weak working memory, and you didn't realize it was giving you such a hard time. In the next podcast, we'll explore how our working memory develops and discover just how strong or weak our own one is. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I think you'll love my book, Original Mind, Uncovering Your Natural Brilliance. It's available at EmbraceYourBrain.com. Thank you.